March 14th, 2019. I'm Ron Scharf. And I'm Avi Kaufman. And this is Accent Insights. Let's start off today talking about uh, the the dream home that came on this week, which is 71 Sears Road. At a very modest $14.9 million, you can get a six-bedroom, five-full, two-and-a-half-bath home, 7,000 square feet on an 88,000-square-foot lot. Avi, what do you think? Are you rushing out to buy it? Yeah, well, you know, that's that's over a two-acre lot, beautiful grounds, uh, swimming pool. And this is actually a $1 million reduction from when this was on in September. Right. That's right. And I, I think this is something that, we, you know, I don't, I don't know how many people who listen to our podcast are actually running out to buy the $15 million home. But, you know, one thing we've, we've talked about a little bit in the past is timing. Um, and, you know, sometimes when a home doesn't sell in the fall, it really does make sense to take it off the market. Um, let it cool down over the winter, and then you put it back on in the spring, and the days on the market counter starts again. Um, right, and in, in this case, it's a little bit different, right? Because this isn't a home that has uh, a lot of potential buyers. The pool of potential buyers for this house is probably, you know, you could count them on uh, one or two hands. So it, it's a different uh, strategy that you might employ for this versus a house at uh, 1.4 million that has broader market appeal. Right. That's right. I think in this case, we would have probably counseled to do exactly the opposite. You leave the house on the market, you wait for that $15 million buyer to kind of poke around. And then if they do and, uh, you know, and they're interested potentially, then you start talking about price. But this, this house is probably going to be on the market for quite some time because it's not like, you know, all the people coming in on the academic calendar are looking at this price point. I think that's exactly right. Now, this might have been the country estate dream house of the week. Uh, let's talk about another one that came on uh, just in the past couple of weeks, 78 Winthrop Road, the penthouse. I would call that the North Brookline urban suburban dream. The urban suburban dream. Yeah. And this is much more sort of typical for Brookline. Um, still not a cheap house. $2.6 million, 2595 I happen to be well acquainted with this house. It's uh, the builder who did my last project did this one as well. And so I... I know it's good construction. It's got lovely views. It's a. It's got some very nice features. I, I absolutely loved it, and it's it's a great layout. It is on the high side of the street, and there are a lot of steps up to the front door. But I liked how they tried to mitigate that. They installed an elevator that goes from the garage straight to your unit to make that a little bit more palatable, um, and it does give you a great view being up that high, uh, and lots of windows, lots of light. Uh, there's a master suite on the main level, so you can age in place. Uh, and then on the upper level, there's another suite with a bathroom, plus two bedrooms uh, with another bathroom in the hallway. Right. Um, 3,800 square foot altogether, so it's quite large and very comfortable. Yeah, this will be a fun one to watch. I thought it was a great a great penthouse. Yeah. I. By the way, I mean, this. This. I'm not sure if they had this unit on or the one below it, but they did try to pre-market this during construction, which I did not think was a great idea because people have a hard time seeing home uh, when it's, you know, when it's undone. And, and now they've got it staged and painted and it's beautiful. And I think you can really see yourself living here. Yeah. Um, the other unit I think is coming on at some point, uh, not too long from now. It's a little bit smaller uh, so it'll probably be a price point a little bit under this one. Right. The other unit will not have the elevator, though. The elevator, I think, is only going to the top unit, but the other unit is a little bit more accessible from the garage level. Uh, still, you have to go up a flight of stairs to get to it from the street level, though. 
So let's talk about sort of the, the main hottest part of the market, what came on in the past week or two. There were four properties that, that almost clustered together around similar prices, 140 Sewell, 286 Tappan, 11 Gardner, and 151 Longwood Ave all came on and, and all similar prices. So 140 Sewell came on at 1.439, uh, 286 Tappan Street came on at 1.45. 11 Garner Road came on at 1.495, and 151 Longwood Ave came on at just under 1.5. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting how they all clustered. And, you know, I tell my clients, usually the clients are competing with each other, but sometimes the properties compete with each other. And it can be confusing for buyers when you have, um, you know, a bunch of properties that are no two are ever the same. They have different compromises, and sometimes when you have too much to look at, the market gets confused and just doesn't act at all, although one of these properties got some very clear action right out of the gate. Yeah, 11 Gardner Road had the broker tour Wednesday, and this was very unusual. They accepted an offer that very night. What do you think about that, Ron? I hate it. Um, I hate it for a variety <laughs> of reasons. I hate it for my clients who might have been interested, and I think we had one. Um, and I don't think it's great advice from the agent to the sellers. You know, I always tell people a great offer comes in before the weekend open house. If it's real and it's good on Thursday or Friday or even Wednesday, it's going to be there on Sunday. But, you know, it, sometimes people come in really hot and then they cool down. Um, sometimes people come in hot and it makes other potential buyers even hotter and you get an even better price or an even stronger buyer. I don't think that, you know, the buyer did themselves a favor here and I don't know if the agent counseled them to take it or not. Uh, but I don't like, I just, I don't like when this happens. I don't think it's great for buyers or sellers. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's interesting in this one that they didn't even wait until Friday. Uh, you know, the, the best advice probably would have been, um, wait through the weekend. But you know, it's the seller's decision and the seller might have just said, you know what, we're happy, we'd rather have a bird in hand. And for some sellers, that's okay. Um, but I, I'm surprised they didn't wait even one more day because the, the interest of the broker tour was so clear that uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't at least reach out to the brokers that came to the broker tour and say, hey, we have an offer uh, and just seen what else would have come out. Right. But I guess on the flip side, you know, the advice to buyers could be, you know, maybe it just doesn't hurt to take your shot. Sometimes buyers are shy about making a strong offer before the open house, trying to buy out the open house because they feel like um, a good agent, as is often the case, is going to take that offer and use it to gin up interest. But sometimes it works. So, you know, you just never know. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you get lucky. And if you are going to do it, it, it has to be a very strong offer. You know, this isn't where you come in uh, with a low offer because then all you're doing is providing leverage to the seller. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna swing at it, you better knock it out of the park. So it'll be interesting to see when we find out what this actually went for. Because uh, <laughs> I, I hope, at least for the seller's sake, they did well, well over asking price. Mm, I hope so. So, so one of these other properties, 151 Longwood Ave, Unit 1, listed just under 1.5. Uh, it's four bedrooms. It's fairly large, 2,736 square feet. Uh, it's still on the market after the first weekend. Um, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, and this is one that, that, you know, it's an interesting layout. I was fun. Uh, it's a first floor and finished lower level. There are lots of nooks and hangout slash family rooms. It's a great location. Um, I think this is a place that that probably would have benefited from s some staging and you know a little handyman work here and there. Sometimes I find it's hard for buyers to imagine or appreciate the amount of space when it's empty. 
Agreed. And especially with a place like this, that's got those nooks and, and sort of hiding spaces. Um, if you don't stage them, some people might feel as, you know, they're wasted. Whereas a clever stager might make them really feel like, uh, you know, really fun, integral parts of the house. So this contrasts with uh, 140 Sewell Lab, uh, also in this category, uh, you know, three bedrooms, 2,300 square feet, just came on the market this week. Uh, so this will be the first weekend. Great location, right in Coolidge Corner, listed for 1.44, just under 1.44 million. You know, this one was was very well decorated, very well lived in, but might be almost too much. Uh, it, it was a very loud decorations, and uh, the same thing. I, I hope that buyers can see past the decorations and the you know, the great taste of the owners, but hopefully they can see past that to see the unit. Right. It is a very heavily decorated space, and of course, what's interesting is it's the same listing agent for both spaces. So you wonder, you know, what advice he gave each seller and whether they took it. Definitely a good guy, but I, you know, if it were me, in one case I would have said maybe take a few things off the wall. In the other case, I would have said maybe put a few things on the wall. Maybe they should have traded uh, stuff back have. and forth. <laughs> right, I think on average it's well staged. <laughs> so you know, with these four that came on the market, there's another one that was on the market too. Uh, that was, I, I think, you know, something you mentioned, Ron. Sometimes the the listings compete against each other. 148 Mason Terrace Unit Two. It was on the market briefly last year. Uh, you know, a full year ago. Uh, it came back on last week. This is a relatively new construction. It was a high-end renovation in 2012, uh, listed for just under $1.8 million, four beds, two full, one half bath, uh, almost 2,300 square feet. You know, it's a second and third floor. It has a backyard, has a garage with direct entry. You know, it was a very lovely place, something slightly quirky. Uh, the top level the whole floor is the master suite. And then the main level has th the three other bedrooms, the kitchen, the living room, the dining room. Right. Um, and, you know, it is the high side of Mason Terrace, but lots and lots of light. And it is a nice renovation. It's, it was an early work from some guys who do a lot, a lot of, uh, of gut rehabs in, in Brookline now. And I think they did a nice job on it. But as you say, it feels a little bit high priced. And when you have so many other things, I, I think it is a, a different quality it's, it's a much newer construction than some of the other things on the market, but it might be confusing people and it might be hard for people to say, well, these are 1.4 to 1.5 and these guys are asking so much more. You know, those listings might be hurting this listing. Yeah, I, I think that might be what the case is that, you know, people are saying, is it really a $300,000 difference uh, or, or more? Although this one is clearly a higher, higher end renovation. So there should be some extra value there. What's yeah. hard to put their finger on is probably just how much. For sure, for sure. I mean, the other th interesting thing about this one is the other unit in this two unit association came on and off the market earlier this year, also. So it's kind of uh, curious what's going on in that house. But um, it's, I think it'll find its price and it will sell. The question is, you know, when and for what. Yes. Yeah. What's interesting is that one was withdrawn from the market after almost a month. That was listed at about one point seven. Uh, and that didn't get a buyer. It's a little bit smaller, but not too much smaller. Right. That's just over 2,000 square feet. So uh, yeah, you do wonder what's going on there. Yep. Well, the market the market's pretty smart and it has its limits. So, you know, all of these homes will find their price if people listen to the market and, you know, drop the price if, if the market's not responding. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have to see everything. I think everyone is still kind of wondering what kind of market we're going to have in 2019. And these early listings, you know, are going to tell us something. I think it's still a little early to tell. The Gardner Road example shows that, you know, when something comes up that's well-priced and looks great, people will jump at it. And some of these others are maybe still trying to find their feet. Mm -hmm. 
Should we talk about one last one? The 419 Washington Street. This was a two bedroom, one full bath, uh, 1140 square feet, listed for $745,000. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a great two bedroom unit. Um, I used to live in this complex. It's very well situated on Washington Street, close to the Pierce School, close to the high school, close to the T. It's a courtyard building. This one has parking. Um, it's, It's a great unit if that's what you're looking for. And this is a first level one, uh, even though it's a unit two, it's, it's on the first level. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about another one in this complex. I think it was 403 Washington Street. The other one was withdrawn from the market. Now this one came on. The units were a little different. That was a larger unit. That was a three bedroom, but yes, yeah, similarly uh, situated. Right. And again, we don't know the story. It's hard for us, uh, unless we run into the listing agent and, and, they, and they give us the story, it's hard for us to know the story of the things that have gone off. But uh, it would be it would be interesting to know what happened there. This one, lovely kitchen. Um, you know, it's just a nice unit overall. The bedrooms were humongous on this one, especially the, the, the main bedroom. Um, I thought all the rooms were, were very good sizes. Yeah, yeah. Washer dryer in the unit and a little porch off the back. So all in all, a pleasant place to live. I think that's it for this week. If you have any questions about these or any other listings, please feel free to call us or email. We're info at accentbrookline.com. And if there's a topic you'd like us to do a deep dive on, like we did last week on the coming soons, uh, shoot us an email, let us know. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.